Hello and welcome to the Stateside Soccer Show, episode 190. Uh, we had to skip last week because of some scheduling conflicts, but we are back, episode 190. I can't believe it's been that many. And I am Jordan. With me, as always, is Logan. Oh, yes, I'm here. Yeah, that, that's me. Um, sorry. I, I was just reading through all of the, e- the nice emails that all of our listeners have sent. Um, we're okay. We're fine. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the millions of emails we got. Where it was like, where are you? What's the show? Jordan, we got one comment, and it was on your video that you did. That that uh, the, what, the satanic soccer player or whatever, he missed us. Yes. So yeah. I mean, that's something, right? That, that somebody's missing us out Star there. Star Wars Satan. He's out there. Hmm. He's watching. Um yeah, because I did a episode, because I, I do want to get your thoughts on this before we really dive in. But I did a whole breakdown and an episode on my thoughts on how this can work in USL and stuff. But uh, that's over on the Closed Pyramid, um, which is the the article that came out on last Tuesday that was Tom Bogert of The Athletic saying that they were... Uh, USL is voting in August for approving promotion relegation in USL. And it's not a done deal. They expect they're positive. It might go through, but there is no guarantee. And I, I kind of went on for about, I don't know, 35, 45 minutes, just about this. And I think it's good. I've, I've seen some people say it's not good. I've seen some people say it's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm kind of falling more in the middle here, Logan, where I think it's not the only thing that needs to happen for this to really work out. But I think it can draw more attention because I used my market of Baltimore as an example. Uh, we're supposed to get an MLS Next Pro team, and they've constantly been flirting with the USL. I don't see a DC United 2 or whatever they're going to call it drawing anything in this market. But if you had a team that had its own identity and can theoretically promote, I think you would get more people there. And then when they do move up a level, I do think you have the possibility of them putting more cash in, getting better players, which is then going to get more fans, especially if they're winning. And, you know, like I think there's a way for this to really work out if the ownerships of all of these teams take it seriously and are actually trying to get promoted. Yeah. I I mean, I think too, like we can look at the history of the, uh, of MLS as well. Like uh, St. Louis was playing USL teams last year. Um, You had Cincinnati, which was a USL team, Louisville, which is one of their biggest rivals. Well, it is currently still um, down in USL. So I, I wonder, like, I wonder what the, I guess the the negative reaction is all about because I think why not if it's not going to reach the professional level, which I don't think it ever will, because I think MLS is going to be really strict and steadfast on the fact that they are not in a, a pro rel club, and I don't think it works very well in the U.S. Just because I think you've got a lot of owners that would never sign on to this. Could you imagine like in the NFL if the the Jaguars had uh, you know been relegated and Alabama gets pulled up just because? That's the next team, I think, in line as far as what, you know, promotion. But I think it works in the in this sense. And I think it could work in baseball as well. I think it could work in a lot of different sports in the minor leagues just because 
one, it gives teams a reason to want to do this. Now, I think baseball's a little different because they've got it's a farm system instead of uh, actual pro rel, where you've got players that are going to be competing and knocking teams down different levels and stuff. So it kind of mix up baseball. But I think it works in, in uh, soccer. I think it works in other sports because it it's a competitive fire that I think these teams have. Um, it, it's the reason why you don't see a lot of tanking in the premier league. Like you don't see teams out there just throwing out their third string quarterbacks and uh, playing with uh, a team like the Oakland athletics. Cause they want to get moved. Like you don't see a lot of that. You don't see teams that are just out there biffing it in MLS. You, you kind of have this like, Oh, well, like we, we suck. Um, we'll get a good pick out of this. Like this is the way it's going to work. Uh, we'll be rewarded. I don't even know if they really so, worry in MLS about draft picks because it, it's like such it's, a small a part yeah. of the thing. It's a flash it really hit. is just yeah. like, I think it's almost more of a, like in baseball and NBA and football, like if you're bad, it's like, oh, well, we'll get them next year because we'll get a better draft mm-hmm. pick. But like they'll think like, I don't have to spend as much for five years and then we can kind of go all in. Um. MLS, it's like the teams that are constantly mediocre, it's like, well, we don't have to spend money and we have no consequences, right? Like there's – because it is still such a small league in the sense of history, there's not the big fan base to really put pressure. I mean, one of our biggest franchises, LA Galaxy, who I'm repping here today, um, took them forever – to get rid of Chris Klein, it, it, even that's one of their biggest franchises, most historical fr- franchise. Took forever to get rid of him, even with a protest going on. So it shows like what do a small market like the Rapids have to do to get anything going their way? Because they're not funneling money into the team, they're not really trying, right? Um, ownership sees it as a way to like collect the money without reinvesting it. Um, USL, there's going to be that you would think if they implement this, there's going to be a little bit of a push of, okay, we get relegated. We got to spend something to at least not fall down another level. So the rumor is, is that, or the report says that they would add a third tier, a middle tier between USL league one and USL championship, which would then slot into there. Um, and would also welcome expansion fees to come in that way too. Um, but what I was also saying when you were talking and I realized I didn't have my mic on was uh, Sacramento Republic was, is also another one that's been flirting with MLS a while. So like you said, Cincinnati, Orlando was at one point in, I think, USL, you know, USL before they moved. It's it's where we get some of our clubs and it's the only form of promotion we have currently is the whole, you know, pay us 300, 500 million dollars to to get into this league. If you can instead pay $10 million to get into this new tier of USL and you have a chance to get promoted to USL championship, then you might take that gamble instead of being like, I don't have $500 million to get into MLS. And it all, I think really depends on if USL can get sanctioned as a division one league as well. And we have two division ones, uh, one with pro rel, one without that'd be MLS. Um, but really my main sticking point too is yes, it's not enough to, uh, to, to challenge MLS when you have MLS just announcing the messy signing 
there's no way USL would be able to grab a player like that. So this is their way to kind of be a niche, right? Like, okay, if you, if all those fans that have been constantly begging for pro rel in USA, you, you support it or shut up, right? It's kind of the vibe here. If we do it, you have to come out to these games and you have to support your local team because we're doing what you asked. And that can grow some popularity. It won't grow it as much as um, Messi. <laughs> I mean, what, Messi, um, Inter-Miami now has so many followers on Instagram that they didn't have before. So it, it's like filling a niche, you know, is what they're going to have to going to have to do with it. But I'm curious to see if it passes um, and how they work it out. So if you're interested in all that kind of talk, the closed pyramid is aiming to be bi-weekly. Uh, I, I sometimes struggle with that, but with travel and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but, you know, specifically we'll be covering that for sure. As it continues to go, I also talked just USL as a whole and, you know, NISA and all that. And I, I propose some of these NISA clubs becoming into that new USL tier because NISA has nine teams and they struggle. So it would be so much easier. We'll see how that goes, though. But, um, yeah, so you can follow that there for more information. It's on the same podcast feed if, you know, if you want to listen. All right. We got a lot to talk about, so we don't want to stay too long on here. I just wanted to highlight real quick that um, Toronto has traded Mark Anthony K last Thursday to the Revs. And Latif Blessing is going to Toronto along with an international roster spot. So there you go. It is All-Star Week, Logan. It is also the week where the Women's World Cup is going to kick off and League's Cup is going to kick off. Out of the three, which are you most excited to get into and, and watch over the course of the next two weeks or month or whatever? Oh, that's tough. Um, I mean, I, I feel like it has to go Women's World Cup, League's Cup, and then MLS All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. And, but the only issue with the Women's World Cup is the uh, hours in which it takes yeah. place. I think uh, I saw the first two games are 9 p.m. Eastern time. Is yes. That right? Yes. We luck out. Okay. Well, we luck out tremendously. Yeah, yeah, that's fitting because I can watch those. Um, so I'm really excited about that. they got a young team. I'm interested to see, Jordan, if this next generation of girls can compete. Um, because I like, I, you know, they'd always hold, they, they, they are the gauntlet holders. Like they are the ones that teams are gunning for naturally, um, because they've dominated for so long. But I do think like, if this is a year where they're most vulnerable, this is the year to get them. Um, so I'm interested to see how that works. Um, but I think leagues cup I'm fascinated by because of the teams that we're going to be playing. Obviously, Messi's going to be the highlight of the first round of games uh, because he is going to play. So I, I think that's going to be fascinating. I, the MLS All-Star game is is interesting now, too, because they're playing Arsenal, who's one of the best Premier League teams. And Arsenal is going to be kind of gearing up some of their new signings. They're going to want to show off some of their U.S. players or sorry, some of their players to the U.S. fans over here in uh, in Washington. So I think. Again, it'll be interesting. I think all three of these have some really good moments coming. Um, I just think that if I'm going to put it in order, obviously nation over, and I'm, I'm much more of a nations person than I am a club person. Um, and I think you kind of convinced me of that. Uh, I think you've had some sway on me <laughs> in that sense, just because I love the U.S. stuff. Um, so I'm really excited about seeing the women's 
team play because they got a lot of young talent mixed in with some of the some of the players that we've watched, like Megan Rapino, like an Alex Morgan, like some of those older players. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then again, League's Cup, it's just it's it's so intriguing to me just because of teams that we're playing. But what about you? What what order are we going in? Same order? Um, yeah, well, I think Women's World Cup, you know, especially the first two games will be nice, but then it's like a 3 a.m. game. And then I think the knockout start at three as well. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. I am excited about League's Cup, but I will say I'm going to the Skills Challenge tomorrow, live in person. So that's up there for me. I haven't been to those. I've been to other All-Star games, uh, like Philly had it in 2012. I was there. Um, so I'm really excited to see the Skills Comp. But um, overall, yes, a World Cup vibe. It doesn't feel like a World Cup is coming up, though, even though... like. I don't know. I, I have to keep reminding myself that it starts this week. I, I'm excited for League's Cup as well because of the messy stuff. We'll dive into that as we go. But I made this little game here, Logan. I've been doing these immaculate grids. People have been filling them out for baseball. I've talked about it on here. I've done it for MLS. Well, I did one that is all-star themed here. One of the columns are MLS all-stars. And I'm going to put you to the test here. And people can play along. They can play along on the on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook where I've posted this and the threads where I've posted this, but we have, if people don't know how to play this, you have a nine grid, you know, three by three grid, three club teams on the top, uh, in columns. And we have, you know, you can have three clubs crests on the rows, but my last row says MLS all-star. So first column is the union then the Red Bulls, then the Revs. The first row is DC, then Nashville, then MLS All-Star. And you have to name a player that fits into each of those squares without repeating a player. Um, Now, Logan, I don't expect you to nail this, okay? But I do have an answer sheet readily available for me to judge your answers here. But... um, what do you think here? You, which, uh, which box do you want to fill in first here? Well, I feel like the all-stars are the easiest ones. Um, like the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think Philly, uh, Alejandro Bedoya. Mm, no. Or Andre Blake, either Blake, one. Yep. I'll take I'm going to go. Yeah, let's go Blake. Uh, Red Bull. This one's tar- hard because I'm trying to, I'm starting to like second guess <laughs> myself. Tim Parker. Uh, I think, I think you're right. Uh, I don't have him on my sheet. Let me double check. I would have to guess Tim Parker. I mean, obviously I think what, uh, trying to think if there's anybody, the revs, it has to be Carly's heel. Like, I don't think there's anybody else that I can really off the top of my head right away. And those are all current MLS players. Let me see. My struggle is going to be. Yeah. Tim Parker. Well, is an all-star this year for St. Louis. But he's with St. Louis, yeah. No, no, Tim Parker uh, other years. No, yeah, it's odd. Bradley Wright Phillips, yep, then. there you go. <laughs> and you're right about That's, heel. Uh, yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, I would feel like Carly's yeah. heel. What about Bedoya? Has he ever been an no, All-Star? No, I wrote down every Union one. He was never an All-Star. Really? So Blake was one. Was Klesnitz? Yes, yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, oof. 
oh, this is where it's going to get hard for me <laughs> just because I'm just not good with Some of them formers. are very recent, though. Some of these are very recent. Dave Romney, Philadelphia, or sorry, Red Bull in Nashville. Was he, was he at one Red Bull at some point? Mm. Kai Kamara? No. See now I'm just now I'm just exposing how bad I am about <laughs> knowing the league. Um okay, so we can give you for sure. Oh uh was Dax McCarty ever at Red Bull? Yes, yep. Okay. All right, so Dax. For Nashville. Red Bull Red Bull. Nashville. Um I can give you Dave Romney. He was actually New England in Nashville. Was he New England? He's New England right this year. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm an idiot. Um, let's I didn't see. have him on my answer. Uh, so I had to double check that one. Philly and Nashville. I feel like that's got to be easy. But like, the hell am I missing from Philly and Nashville? It's a goalkeeper. No. Philly and Nashville. Winger. I have no idea. Fafa Picot fits in there. Fafa was on the Union. Yep. Yep. Really? He went, he was DC. there. He probably left right before you started doing the podcast, actually. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, CJ Sapong also fits here, and so does uh, Derek Jones fits here as well. Not to spoil mm. all the answers for, for the yeah. viewers, listeners. Um, DC in the Union. We just there's somebody this year. Who the hell is it? It's a right somebody that just left over the offseason and joined DC. I feel mm, that's a good question. I'm now judging all of my answers myself because I I wrote down at least like five for thing. You know because uh, so let me clarify here for everyone who's listening when I make these. There is no good resources available for this. <laughs> what yeah. I mean by that is like the, the baseball reference page has a page where you can click a team and then another team and it'll show you every single player that played for that team for the, both of those teams. I cannot find that type of page on FB ref at all. Um, maybe because there's too many teams. I don't know. But what I actually have to end up doing is I start scrolling on. I start scrolling on like previous years like i start this year and i just look at names and i'm like mm, no i don't think that person you know and then i have to click the name and double check it and then it takes a long time <laughs> for me to make these i'm trying to make one for the league's cup and uh i was trying to add some mexican clubs on here and it was uh, it was getting a little tough so i don't know if that'll if this that'll is... land um yeah. dc though this year you're right maybe trying to find an easy way to look this up if i go to the dc united club team i was gonna say just maybe go into the roster why do i feel like there's a union player that's currently on the union or sorry that are uh maybe i, I did maybe not 
Hmm. No, but I've found some other answers for other times. <laughs> I can add <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Okay. I'll read so I'll read some answers for you, okay? Um here we go. Union DC. I have Chris Pontius, Danny Cruz, Sebastian Latou, Chris Albright, who's now the GM of Cincinnati, and Fred uh, has played for both of those teams. Red Bulls and DC. I have two answers. Latou also fits here, and so does Dax. Dax also fits here. New England Revolution and DC. I have Ian Harks, who just scored against his former DC team as he just signed with the Revs. Uh, Charlie Davies, Patrick Mullins, Niassi, and Chris Albright also fits here. Um, Philly, Nashville, I have Fafa Picot, Sapong, and Derek Jones. Nashville, Red Bulls, I have Sean Davis, Dax McCarty, and Mule, Alex Mule. Uh, Revs and Nashville, you said Dave Romney. We can also do yeah. Teal Bunbury and London Woodbury. So fits your random pool. Actually, like London berries. Woodbury, actually, by the way, he played for Nashville when they were a USL team. So <laughs> deep that's, cut. That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> All stars for the Union Latou, Blake, Edu, Wagner, Glesnes, Martinez, Mundragoon, Jack McInerney, Keegan Rosenberry, Michael Farfan, and Carlos Valdez. For the Red Bulls All-Stars, I have Tyler Adams, Sasha Kleshton, Terry Henry, Dax McCarty, uh, Tim Cahill, Bradley Wright Phillips, um, Rafael Marquez, Tim Ream, Juan Agadello, Kenny Cooper, and Jolyn Pear. And we also have All-Stars for the Revs, uh, Gustavo Bo, Andrew Farrell, Chris Tierney, Shalry Joseph, and Carlos Heal. I think there's more too yep. for for those for that yeah. team, but I I got tired of writing answers. <laughs> I will say though too, like the 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 other point of the an immaculate grid is to get players that are not commonly thought of. Yeah, to get so, the lower rarity uh, score. I wish I could. I wish I could yeah. actually like automate this. Yeah. So I don't have to like. So I could play it myself because what I end up doing is I end up making it and then I'm like, I wish I could actually play one. <laughs> Because yeah. nobody else, like is, I wish somebody would nobody else one, is yeah, making these. The we did end. have a guy who, right. um, I just want to shout him out, who recorded a TikTok of him filling out last week's. So that was cool. Uh, we get people commenting these on the Twitter um, page pretty frequently. But if you want to take a stab at making one, anybody that's listening, you know, you can send it our way. We can try to fill it out ourselves here, live or whatever. I really want to. You know, uh, I wish more people were were doing these for uh, for here. The other part of the immaculate grid is try not to like get one wrong, like an immaculate inning, right? Where you have like right nine pitches and three outs or whatever. Yeah. Um, or a clean sheet it could be the clean sheet grid. <laughs> there you go. Soccer. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna try and make one for League's Cup. I'm like. If I do, it would be like players that played for Liga Mekis teams and for MLS teams and trying to fill out like what club they played for. But that might lead hard. to only one answer on each one. It's probably going to be super hard. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to find it. It's going to be hard to make. Okay. Well, that was fun. Um, I wish, uh, I wish I had some to fill out myself. 
Um, okay, let's move on and talk about the All-Star game real quick before we... Actually, no, hold on. U.S. Men's National Team, I just want to shout out here. They did lose the Gold Cup semis to Panama in a PK shootout. Mexico won the Gold Cup. Look, we had to give Mexico something, right? That They've had some struggles where, like, you can win this competition. We won Nations League. You know... We don't care about this one. So we just had to have Mexico get something. So I'm not super down on that. I saw some people, some wild takes about a B team losing uh, a tournament, but whatever. Messi was unveiled at Drive Pink Stadium on Sunday. About 20,000 or more fans were in the attendance in the rain. Um, That was cool. Messi went to Publix before that as well. Had to get his lucky charms. Um, what would you do if you just saw Messi at the checkout line, Logan? I think you 100%. If anybody's in the South and knows Publix well, I think you'd, you'd say we're shopping's a pleasure um, because that's what that's their slogan. But I, I think I'd hug him, I think. I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'd react. Crossing like, a line there, it's a, I think. Well, I mean, he was hugging people, so true, like, I was thinking maybe that or like ask him over for dinner like he's in the area like here's like, what you do I mean, what here's you what you do you order some yeah, stateside soccer show stickers <laughs> and then when you run into him there you hand it to him with our phone number on it and we try to get him on the show yeah that's that's the goal there we go do you want me to reach out to Lionel Messi? yeah yeah we'll have to have his interpreter okay. on too but yeah that's fine that's fine well it, Sergio can come on because he speaks yeah, English yeah. There so you go. didn't know that that was a shock so that's kind of fun. Yeah, Busquets, he's officially part of the team too. I love it. Um, yeah, they just started selling his jersey too, and it's apparently so back ordered, Logan. It's like when we did that giveaway for the new <laughs> soccer jersey. Oh, that was a disaster. For the season. Oh, that the, was a disaster. the person picked the Jimi Hendrix uh jersey and it was what it said won't ship until October took months yes we did to get yeah. but for people that don't know we did this giveaway in like march it was like before the season started yeah this guy did not get his jersey to like playoffs okay and now they're saying this messy jersey at the latest would be shipped out <laughs> would be shipped out by november 22nd <laughs> oh boy. I, was gonna, I thought you were gonna say next year i'm like hell he's not gonna be with the team anymore by the time <laughs> people get their kits yeah that's true. That's a worry, right? Like he retires before you can get it. Um, I was kind of going down this rabbit hole today because I saw people complaining about other people that wear jerseys with names on them. It was mostly about football, but I mean, a jer- like uh, people think it's weird to have somebody else's last name on you, and I'm like, that's such a weird take. And then for the people that are like, I also saw people say. I'm fine with jerseys, but they have to be players older than me. I can't wear a younger player's jersey. And I was like, what does this matter? Why Why does it matter? Some people are like, it's embarrassing to be wearing a younger player's jersey. Why? So let us know if you're listening and if you're one of those people. What is the big deal for you? Why won't you wear – like, I can understand more like getting a blank one so it's cheaper and if a player transfers – but like, if you're a big fan of a player, it's no difference rooting for them than wearing their name on your shirt. <laughs> that was terrifying. I don't know why your mic just did that, but it like went down, like really oh, loud. Did it? 
Oh, I've had a heart attack. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you could probably play that. I'll back. try to you level it out on on the post. But... That was, gosh, that was terrifying. Oh, but yeah, I don't, I don't ever understand the, the people that are like. That. No, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I get, I get actually in, I would say in soccer, it's, it's, I'm way more hesitant to do it because of how quickly players move on. Other sports, like I guess NBA would be the same, but NFL, like. I still feel like guys are playing their whole career. NFL, you can't even get one without a name, can you? Because, yeah. like, that's ha- like, yeah, I don't you think you have can. a number yeah. on the front, a number and name yeah. on the back. Like, soccer, at least you have like the full jersey on the front, just nothing on the back. Baseball, same thing. You have the team name on the front. Football has a number on it, front and back. So, I don't know. But just maybe think, uh, Obviously, those people are not in the majority around Messi's jersey would not be backlogged right now. So uh, I just think it's funny because I don't have like any I, I don't care if people think it's weird if I wear a jersey like that. And I also don't care if like, I don't care if people care what I'm wearing at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I think I don't you care. get to a, you, you get to a certain age, though. Right. Like, I, I've seen it as I've gotten older. Like, I just don't care anymore. Like, I just I, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable in my own skin. And I don't care what like you're I wearing. I, I mean, like I'm not walking the street like, oh my right. god, this guy's wearing. Right. Yeah. I can't believe he has a name yeah. on the back of his shirt. Like, whoa, whoa. what's the difference? Logan, I mean, how old are you? Disney stuff. You got a Brendan Aronson shirt on, and you're right. like approaching thirty. You're too old to have a young right. man's name on the back. Right. I, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly, have no care. I was going to say, most of the players at a certain point you get to, are, they're all younger than you. <laughs> once you keep aging. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to wear eventually? They're like, like just once retired you get 40, players. That's all I wear. Hall of yeah. Fame players. Like, whatever. Get over yourself. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do have a Brendan Aronson uh, kit for Leeds. So uh, I do wear mm, younger players. Sale. I do young. I do wear younger players' uh, names. Um, and now it's that's a retro kit. Now he's gone. <laughs> All of them are gone. <laughs> yeah, because I have Pulisic as well. Pulisic ten. Uh, I have a McKenny Juventus. I have a Sergino Des Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, like yikes. All right, All Star Game and Skills Comp preview. Um, I have the players that are participating in the Skills Comp here, so I just want to read this out. And I want you to tell me, Logan, if you think that they're going to beat Arsenal. I have Arsenal's list as well. So. All right. We have uh, for MLS, Tiago Almada, Luciano Acosta, Hani Mukhtar, uh, fake Tom Bogert scared us with that this week, Hector Herrera, uh, Jesus Freira, Christian Benteke, Bowanga, uh, Roman Berkey, Tyler Miller, and uh, Puig. Uh, uh, Ricky Pooge, actually, sorry. I was reading the Yasil Puig pronunciation. But Ricky Pooge from LA Galaxy. So that's MLS's team. I feel like that's pretty stacked. Here's Arsenal's. They got Martin Odegaard, Vieira, Holding, Rob Holding there, Kai Havertz, who just signed for them. Um, Balogun is going to be participating in this. Marquinhos, Enkita, Sorry, Enkita, right? Or Enkithia, right? How do you say his name? I keep saying it wrong. Uh, it's uh, Nikita, isn't it? No, I don't think that's it. Aaron Ramsdale. Nketiah. Yeah, Nketiah. That, that's better. Yeah. That's better. 
Jorginho, former Chelsea man as well, and Hein. I guess that's their other goalkeeper. So, um, no, um, no, Matt no, Turner. Matt Turner. I mean, he did just come back from duty, international duty. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling this is going to be an MLS slaughter in the skills comp. That's what I'm going to have here. I was going to say that's that's our our whole onslaught of like crafty players. Like those are those are crafty players, goal scorers, good with their feet, technical. And it's mostly like I second like, players I mean, for Arsenal yeah, or players that haven't right. played for them yet. <laughs> right, or like uh, just midfielders and defenders that don't really strike me as people that are going to be very. Um, yeah, Rob Holding tactical. What is, yeah, what I don't understand that one. I I don't know. I think he just they signed. You know what they did, Jordan? They passed around his sheet. <laughs> He's like, I'll do it. Why not? He's like, I'll do this. What is this? Oh, I've got to do. Oh, okay, yeah, it's not going to be good. Um, but I am. I'm excited to see Balogun. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. I, I totally think they did it because of the, because yeah. of USA, obviously. But do you think that he actually gets in the side for Arsenal this year? No, they're already talking transfers for him. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I just wondered if, like, just his performance uh, alone last year would have at least warranted a look in camp. But So you think MLS wins the skills comp here? I, I think so. I mean, that we're mid-form, too. Like, mid-seasons get a lot different than some of these guys that are coming off of, a, like, a skills competition for people that are in total shape and, and got everything firing on all cylinders. Like, you have to be very precise right, in skills right. comps. So... I mean, and Arsenal has the disadvantage. They're going to have to use guys that, like, they're not, it's not like picking from a whole league and bringing them over. It's picking from your team. Right. And, you know, it. I think there's a lot more tactical approach from MLS than it will be for Arsenal. So, and I can't wait for all the people to go, oh, well, MLS beat Arsenal with their, with the whole league. It took up the whole league to beat Arsenal. So, I was like, yeah, but, like, it's also, I mean, you still got to compete. I think Arsenal so. would be embarrassed if they lose it, though. I think it'd be a Especially if they lose the All-Star game. Do you think that uh, Arsenal wins the All-Star game or that MLS does? <laughs> this is wins, by with the a, way, people. Yeah, I'm going to go with a penalty shootout. Is it a penalty shootout? I forget. That, I forget what the come? rule is now. It would have to I be, think right? So. Like, I, I think, think so. I would don't think they'd play extra no, time. No, no. They'd go straight um, to penalties. This is what they've done in the past. Yeah, sure. Let's do a penalty. Let's do a penalty MLS win. I'll go Arsenal win the main game. What I'll say is, nobody cares about the main game. We care about the skills comp. If we win the skills comp, if we lose the right. skills comp and we win the main game, it's like who cares about the skills comp? We won it's the main a skills game. Competition, like geez, we just play both like, sides, so we come out on top. Right? So, I mean, we have Hani Mukhtar. Exactly. Like, the, the guy, the guy is he plays in the Saudi leagues. Like, I mean, <laughs> there is no stopping this man. Yeah, for people that didn't see this, uh, by the way. Fake Tom Bogart. Uh, it was Tom Bogerl with an L instead of a T at the end. I didn't even check that because he had. Okay, so for people that don't are not on Twitter, they got rid of like the verification system unless you pay, right? So Tom Bogart doesn't have a verification badge. So now anybody can just impersonate him, and that's what this person did. They took the same exact profile picture, same exact bio, um, did it like official looking tweet, and. I like freaked out. They said, Hani Mukhtar going to Qatar. And I was like, I am pissed off. This sucks. Lots of people fell for it. And then I saw it was fake. And I was like, oh, thank God. Deleted that tweet. 
and so thankful that it's not true. I did. We got reaction on it too. Like people were reacting to our yeah, retweet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I did. Everybody fell for I it. I did see, um, as an aside, between the last time we've recorded and now, I was in Target and there was a guy wearing a Hani Mukhtar Nashville uh, kit while I was wearing my Philadelphia Union kit. And I was like, hey, I like your Mukhtar jersey. And he said, thanks. I like yours too. That's in a small town here so in, in our in our area. So uh, pretty cool to see that. But yeah, I would have been pissed if he left. I was like, he's like the de facto MVP right now. He's the best player in the league. He's supposed to be at the All-Star game. I was like really throwing a fit. Um, not that you could tell. I don't think that I was really upset. But in my mind, I was just like, this sucks. What the hell is going on here? I was really mad. Uh, but for the League's Cup, which is starting soon here, Messi is making his debut Friday night. That's this week, which is when the first League's Cup games kick off. They're going to have 18 cameras for this game, four super slow-mo cameras, a sky cam, a drone, a one-hour pregame show, sideline reporters in English and Spanish, and a post-game show, all on the MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Uh, you think that's enough cameras? They, they, I'm, I'm assuming they just borrowed a bunch from the U.S. Uh, women's national team um, game because they're they, it's what that's what this uh, it's awful. Like it, that's what's sad is that there's going to be more people that obviously pay attention to that in this country than the actual U.S. women's national team. So it's cool for Messi. Uh, I, I hope the drone follows him around and only him around. That'd it probably will. I mean, it's like a buzz, like, what, like a buzz over his head. What teams have done that? Um, I feel like like anybody with Ronaldo. Has there's done been it. sports though, like other sports where it's like focused just on this one player. Like you can switch that cam. I don't know if it's like LeBron or something, but there's there's LeBron been versions could. where they're like NFL does it. Yeah, like NFL yeah. will do it. Like they'll just follow the quarterback, or they'll follow. They do that on the main broadcast. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I, I do. It's it's too bad because it's going to take away a lot of the. I, I think because it'll go simultaneously with U.S. Women's National Team. I think it's at eight or eight thirty. Uh, let me double check the time. Game. But I mean, I'll be watching the U.S. the the girls. Game. I'm going to be watching both. Going to have. It. I'm going to watch. I'm going to. I am going to go to. Miami and watch the U.S. Women's National Team game in their stadium, and not look at the game. Like watch Messi. I'll be like, "Who's that guy? Why are we?" <laughs> yeah, what the hell is going on? Why is a drone following that guy? <laughs> um, yeah, it's an eight o'clock game. Yeah, the women's game is at nine thirty. Oh, so we got time. No, nine o'clock. Yes. If it starts on time, like I don't know. Halftime will be like yeah, that'd be perfect timing. Like both halftime. Yeah, at that point, Miami will already be losing, and you can then yep. go flip on the U.S. women's. Yeah, and they'll determine. Wow, Messi cannot play in this league. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. He's gonna need a lot of I'm help. I'm gonna double screen this. I'm, I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna be having both on. Yeah, no, I'll watch both, but I, I just, I don't know. It's cool though. This is something that I don't think, and I don't want to say maybe ESPN wouldn't do or Fox wouldn't do. 
But let's not forget, Fox had like John Strong and <laughs> Stu Holden in a cover while they were broadcasting the opening week. Um, I don't think they'd be sending 18 cameras and a sky cam and a drone. And I, this is the type of coverage that Apple can bring you. And this is the best time for Messi to have come because not only is it broadcasting here, Apple is worldwide. So Argentinians can sign up to watch this European. I saw like, a, I saw a European yeah. account on Twitter, like post this thing, like Messi's game is at 1am and like upset that it was that late, but I'm sure they're going to be up watching it. And like, so you're going to get some, all of Spain will be up watching. You're going to get an influx like, of no doubt. New yeah. fans watching this game, especially I am glad they started with League's Cup because that he's playing that game because I think it is a little bit more of a draw uh, than just a standard MLS game, too. It's like, oh, they're playing Cruz Azul. That's pretty cool. Like for, yeah, you know, is. for people that are outside of the region, they might be like, oh, it's not even going to be against an MLS team. That's interesting. A legendary Mexican team. Yeah. yeah so. I think it's good. I also love the one hour pregame show and a postgame show. And I mean, like just go all out for this. I, I don't know if they'll do it every game of his, but I think when you make this the precedent at some point, we should start expecting this type of coverage to continue. Meaning like, hopefully we can like later on, we get more cameras each season because it's going to add to more angles, which I mean, the NFL has a million cameras a game, Right. We need something like that for, for MLS, too. I brought up that point on the USL show on the closed uh, the, you know, the closed pyramid talking about the pro-rel again. I said that's one of the things that needs to happen, too, because there's there are not enough camera angles. It's not a good quality broadcast. Like You need something to draw you there. So if Messi... Whoa, you froze. Well, I'll take it from here. Um, I think what he was saying was that the broadcast quality of USL is just not as good. Um, so I think Apple taking over when they are taking over is going to be a, a tremendous help to growing, not only this league, but I think when Messi comes in, you're going to have this influx of people from international uh, places watching MLS. So I think having them come in and really, I, I think, Sorry, I'm, I'm back. I was just going. I'm back. I was just talking. All right. I cool. couldn't, I couldn't hear you, you at all. Did you hear me No, at all? I couldn't hear you at all. Okay, good. So we're probably both talking simultaneously. That'll be fun to edit for you. Um, well, what I was just going to say uh, is that like, if, if people tune this in and see a really good product with this, they're going to hopefully yeah. expect that for constantly is what I was trying to get at. Yeah. And I know you said that you want to set the precedent. Like, he's not president yet. Oh, you mean president? Yeah, yeah. He can't okay. legally become good. president. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Messy for president. That'd be kind of fun. No, but I, I was saying when you kind of cut out and froze, I don't know how much of that picked up you and how much it picked up me. So I just tried to fill up the mm -hmm. void. But what I, was, what I was saying was that like in order to grow this game, like we needed this kind of coverage on our game because that's what NBC does for the Premier League. And I think with the, the coverage that you're going to get internationally, we're much more international than NBC is as far as Apple's is concerned. So Apple stepping in and, and performing this uh, feat, I think, is going to be uh, huge, uh, I think, for our game, especially in the United States. Jordan, I, I saw a thing that was like a tweet. It was really cool. It was like, are you going to be one of those people? And you and I are. Are you one of those people that are going to be able to look back and say, we watched MLS before Messi? Like that, that That's the magnitude, I think, that this has in this league if he plays 
as many games as he can here is that uh you know that idea that we were we were in before it was cool kind of thing yeah i was getting really nostalgic in this uh you know uh in the pre pre celebration thing they were doing on the unveiling because they had david beckham on and they were talking about him and i'm like I remember that making news when he came over and I remember watching David Beckham in 2007 and you know, all that kind of stuff. So it kind of made me nostalgic for kind of this new vibe. Again, this is like you, people can draw the line wherever they want for when they say 2.0 MLS or 3.0 MLS. I think those will continue to shift. I think it's going to be more like MLS 1.0s pre Beckham MLS 2.0 is Beckham to now. And then I think you could say 3.0 is now. I know some people might say 4.0 because of maybe 3.0 is the mass expansions and, you know, uh, different things like that. But I think when we look back 50 years from now, it's going to be like, no, they really changed more when Messi came in. And I hope that's the case. I do hope that it continues to grow and change i mean uh, look we'll deal with the bandwagon miami fans i don't i don't care just like we had the bandwagon la galaxy fans it you know it's just that's what's going to be everybody's favorite team if they're a casual or if they're a fan overseas and that's just what we got to be used to right now of course you're going to probably what i would also hope is you have the ronaldo stands who are like I can't support Messi, so I'm going to become a fan of Orlando. Or I'm going to become a fan of LAFC. Like, they're going to go to a different team if they are going to still watch the league and keep an eye on this stuff. So um, hopefully it does boost up other teams than just Miami. But, yeah, that's how it's going. I think people don't realize, like, and if you're not a big fan, of, and maybe you just like Messi and you like PSG or you liked watching him in Barcelona or one of these big clubs and you're now getting into MLS – and you, you don't really understand the magnitude in which Messi has, or maybe you do. And, but it's like, I mean, it, he's bigger than LeBron as an athlete. Like that's just, it blows my mind. Like you can put Michael and LeBron together and there's nobody bigger than him. Like Ronaldo and Messi are massive. Like they're way beyond anything LeBron, Tom Brady, and all of them do in the United States. As far as sports is concerned, these two are like Goliaths compared to those three. So I mean, that's how massive they are. Like, you can throw Tiger, LeBron, Kobe, all of them into one little – these two are – they far surpass the amount of support they get from other places. Well, yeah, I, I saw this, like, I don't know, meme, tweet, something before that was like, you know, Harry Potter takes place in the 90s but is unrealistic because they don't say – Chicago Bulls are on a hell of a run and it's like they don't care <laughs> yeah. over there, right? They didn't care even yeah. in the 90s. No, I mean, like – no. Jordan was a name, but like for some people, he's just a shoe over there, you know, like um, yeah. especially the Wizards, the like not the Washington Wizards, but, you know, the Wizards over in Harry Potter world, they didn't watch the NBA. You know, they were watching Quidditch. Are you sure? Yeah, they didn't even know what. Big, big Shaq fan. Yeah, yeah. Kazam, <laughs> right? Um, uh, which is actually, I think, Sinbad's movie, or is it Shaq's movie? I don't know. One of those is a... I have no uh, idea, but I think they called him that at one point. One yes. of those is a... Uh, what's it called? The, the thing where you're a Mandela effect. Um, okay. So, real quick, I'm just going to run through these groups. Group one, uh, West 1, right, uh, in the League's Cup, Portland... Uh, U-A-N-L, that's uh, what, Tigres, right? Or is that, uh, yeah, right? 
because I didn't write Tigris. So yeah. Yes. U A N L. That's Tigris, and then U A M or something like that's Puma. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let me. You know what? I'm. It's gonna kill me if I don't look this up real quick because I'm gonna sound arrogant or ignorant. U A N L. Yeah, that's definitely Tigris. U A N L is Tigris. Yes. I don't know why I didn't just write Tigris in because I copied all of these names over. Okay, so you have Portland Tigris and Quakes Earthquakes in one group. West 2, you have RSL, Monterey, and Sounders. West 3, you have Galaxy, Club Leon, and Whitecaps. Central 1, you have Columbus Crew, Club America, and St. Louis City. Central 2 is Minnesota United, Puebla, and Chicago Fire. Central 3 is FC Cincinnati, Guadalajara, and SKC. Central 4 is Nashville, Toluca, and Rapids. South one is Austin, Mazatlan, Mazatlan, sorry, Juarez. And then South two is Orlando, Santos Laguna, and Houston. South three is Inter-Miami, Cruz Azul, and Inter, uh, Atlanta United. That's a really good group. I'm going to love that group. South four is FC Dallas, Necaxa, and uh, Charlotte FC. East one is Union, Philadelphia. Uh, Tijuana and Cuarataro. Uh, East 2 is Montreal, UNAM, which is Pumas, and DC United. East 3 is NYCFC, Atlas, and TFC, Toronto. East 4 is Red Bulls, Atletico, San Luis, and New England Revolution. LAFC and Pachuca await in the round of 32, which starts on August 2nd. So the games start Friday at 8 o'clock. They're going to go throughout the weekend for like the first set of games, and then the next set of games are going to start. That's how it's going to go. But, uh, Logan, what are the MLS's chances here uh, when we look at some of these groups? Because when I look at a group like Portland, Tigres, and Quakes, I'm not sold on an MLS team. I mean, like two of them are going to get out. Two move on from each of these groups. but. To me, I think it'd probably be like, what, Tigres, Quakes, Portland might miss out, you know, or RSL, Monterey, and Sounders. I'm feeling better about Monterey and Sounders than I am RSL. You know, like there, there's these, I, I guess the group stage is going to be kind of pointless at times. We're only going to eliminate one team out of these three games that they're going to play, but um, two teams. Two games each for, yeah, two games each, actually. You're going to eliminate one team. But um, for me, the tournament's really going to start on that th- round of 32. I think that's that's the big one. Yeah, and I mean, there's giants in the, U- in the, in the Mexican League. Um, I, I mean, I think once we get to, like you said, like the round of 32, round of 16, round of eight like that's when you're really going to start to see maybe some discrepancies like i think you're going to see some of the top of the mls but i I think that's well that's the other part too right like that you have to factor in is you got to factor in the fact that both of these uh leagues are mid-season um so you've got you've got teams that are going to take it seriously you've got teams that won't you've got teams that are hurt or banged up you've got teams that are making an mls cup push that aren't going to really want to push it um, so you've got a lot of factors, I think, playing in. But I think ultimately what you'll see is a, 
if you're going to see anything from MLS, I think you see some of the top teams, like three or four. Uh, the rest will be Mexican teams, I imagine. Um, just because I think the bottom of their tables are going to be stronger than ours. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet. Okay, so here's a, um, here's a fun game. I'm going to shout out a team, yeah. and I want you to tell me if they're moving on or not. Okay? Yeah. It's going to be an MLS team that I'm going to shout out here. So let's okay. go ahead and say Minnesota. They're in a group with Puebla and Chicago. Two teams go yep. out, right? Two teams move on, yeah. Minnesota out of who? Puebla and Chicago Fire. Yeah, they'll get out because Chicago sucks. <laughs> um. Okay, here's one. Orlando, Santos, Laguna, and Houston. Is Orlando getting out? Orlando? Yeah. You said? No. All right. I don't think so. Houston's been good. Santos is a legendary team. Yeah, that could be tough. That's going to be a tough one. Let's say Inner Miami. They have Cruz Azul and Atlanta. With Messi and Busquets. (laughs) How much faith do you have here on Messi? (laughs) That one's really tough. Uh, I'm going to go no. I I would go too because they haven't adapted yet. I, I. yeah, and he's not adapting. He's not played in a little yeah, bit. He hasn't trained. So, no. Like, he's preseason form, yeah. Messi. Like, they're not going to push it with him. Uh, they're just not. So, no, nah, that's a tough group. My gosh. Yeah, that is, that is going to be a tough one. Um, it, though we might look back and say Cruz and Atlanta, like, yeah. smacked them. But yeah. We have we have the advantage, though, because they're all U.S.-based, aren't yes, they? Yes, all, all the, the games, games are going to be here. So, they're – you know what, though? In some of these south areas, some of the they're going to be yeah, huge like, Mexican yeah, fans. Yeah. It's not going to matter. Yeah. All right. Uh, though for the messy ones, it's going to be majorly messy fans. So they're going to want yeah. Miami to win. Oh, that, yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay. I'll, I'll do two more. DC United in a group with Pumas and Montreal. Yeah, no way. No way? Okay. No, no chance. Sorry, DC. <laughs> They're hosting the All-Star game too, by the way. So well, I mean Um All right, I'll do one more here. St. Louis. They have Club America and Columbus Crew. Oh god, no. <laughs> like no way. No, no. I think like, they can. I think they can if the it depends on how the crew plays. But I think I was gonna say it depends which crew shows yes. up, I guess. But there's no chance they both beat Club America. No, yeah, America like, moves on. No, no doubt about it. You think that they're like? Do you think there's going to be some like brutal slaughters from just U.S. teams versus the Mexican teams? Like, I feel like there's got to be some coming. I guess it depends. We haven't seen a tournament like this before, where it's midseason and it's we true. just pause. We don't see the lower teams and we pause either. a whole month pretty much for this uh, because. In the Champions League, we we have sometimes beat like three nil. Like we have beat a, a Mexican yeah. team that way. Mexican teams also routed, you know, the MLS teams. So <laughs> I would say there's going to be a few, but I don't know. I mean, we could be pleasantly surprised, and like the U.S. just dominates over the Mexican teams. Like that'd be great. But I just I, it is I, easier that it's the, here. The West is yeah. weak this year. Like the West is really weak this year, so I'm I'm kind of concerned about that aspect of it because that's where a lot of the Mexican based fans will be in the mm-hmm. West. So that's going to be tough. Yeah, like I feel I feel like the East Coast has the advantage. A group I'm really interested in is not just Miami, Cruz Azul, and Atlanta, but yeah, I'm looking at 
Crew America in St. Louis is good too. When yeah. I look at LA Galaxy, Club Leon, and Whitecaps, I'm intrigued because I think Leon yeah. gets through. And then my question is, what Galaxy shows up? Sometimes they're on fire and they'll rebound. And then other times they've been the worst team in the league. And then the Whitecaps, I feel, are kind of also some of that sometimes where they're like very mid, right? Like they're in the middle of the pack. I would almost give the edge to the Whitecaps moving on in that, but I don't know. Like it, it, it's curious. It, I feel like if I'm a Galaxy fan, what do I even want? Do I want to look good in this tournament or do I want to shut this down, lose, and prepare for the second half of the season? I don't know. I would rather probably want to show up, you know, uh, in this tournament. As a Philly fan, I want to win this tournament. I'll say that. Like looking at Philly's group, especially, I think they get out of it. Obviously, they have um, two of the weaker Mexicans. Yeah, teams. I mean, like this draw was really good for them. They have uh, Tijuana yeah. and Querétaro or whatever. Uh, so I would say that's pretty good. All the games are going to be at the Sub. I mean, just whatever, right? Like that should be. You should get through. And then really when we get to round of 32, where we start seeing how this bracket shakes out and how everything is going to go, that's going to be really interesting for me um, on who has a legitimate shot of winning the tournament. I'm intrigued by the, to the, the groups like the, like the union that it's one MLS team versus. Yeah. The ones with two the, MLS the teams are a little yeah, less interesting. Yeah. Even though I just yeah. said two yeah, of them like, are my favorite groups. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Like there's a Charlotte one. There's a Charlotte in who is it? Charlotte, Dallas, and uh, Nacaxa, and I think Nacaxa is one of the worst Mexican teams, typically. So like, I, I, that one I'm. But like, Charlotte hasn't cool. been but good I, either. So I think Dallas should true. be okay, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, but like the Union group is fascinating because the Union gets to play two teams they never get to play, ever. So I think that's kind of fun. The Union, all the teams that have been in the Champions League as well, have a really good. I think shot at this because they play these type yeah. of competitions more. They've played better competition. Um, the teams I worry about are a team like St. Louis, who it's their first year in the league. They're doing pretty well mm-hmm. compared to what people thought, but they haven't played a team like club America, you know? Um, yeah. So that's going to be really interesting for me, but like teams that are consistently in the champions league, like your Seattle's like your LAFC's, like your Philly or um, Atlanta, even I, I think I probably put more faith NYCFC. I probably put more faith in those teams than teams like TFC or Red Bull and Charlotte stuff. Montreal, or, Montreal. Yeah. We'll close it out with the World it's Cup. It's an intriguing tournament, though. Sorry, That's right. it's an intriguing tournament. Like it, it definitely grabs my attention. Like I'm interested just to see how this all pans out because there's so many teams and there's so many teams at different levels right now that are playing for different things. So it, it'll be fun to watch which teams take it seriously because I think there could be an MLS winner if, if yeah, they yeah. come out and you know play well. But well, I, I, I hope it'll be very. Tough. I hope teams take it seriously. I hope fans take it seriously. I've seen some fans just be like, I'm not even interested in this. And I do hope they perfect the formula for this going forward. I do think having mm-hmm. three group, three team groups is weird. And I, I kind of want yeah. that to stop. I want them to kind of figure out how they want to do this instead. But, uh, you know. Like the World Cup group. Like I'd, I'd much prefer four group, like a four team groups. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Like I, I prefer it better. Less groups, um, more teams in a group. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can make it. It'd be a little bit more games. It's, but it's like, really I think tough it's still... when you have two teams going out of the group out of a group of three. Yeah. Right. Like you're yeah. only eliminating one team, one team yeah. per group, which is four, eight, 12, 15 groups. You're only eliminating 15 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. World Cup 2023, Women's World Cup. This starts Friday, 9 p.m. U.S. Women's National Team versus Vietnam. Second match is July 27th, 9 p.m. versus Netherlands. And the third match is August 1st versus Portugal at 3 a.m. Um, I wrote down their rank, their FIFA rank, next to each of these teams because I wanted to look at who had the toughest group because I thought our group was pretty pretty good, right? But if I'm looking at the rankings, we're the group of death. USA first, Vietnam 32nd, Netherlands 9th, Portugal 21st. We're the only group that I see here that has all teams within the top 32 of FIFA rankings. So if you're going by FIFA rankings, we're in the group of death. I, I mean, I guess, right? Like, I don't know enough about the Vietnam team but if you're going to look at just rankings we have the toughest group I still think the US women should easily get out of this group Mm -hmm. Um, really my only concern is facing a team like the Netherlands I think we should beat Vietnam I think we should draw Portugal or win against Portugal but draw against the Netherlands you're out of the group right like that should be what it is I think um yeah so my question to you here is what should our expectations be for this team because it is a bit of a different team uh, megan rapino is retiring so this will be her uh last you know world cup um all these players are um older we have some young blood with like trinity rodman and you know all these young players but we also have the older guard that is still playing. Um, we're going for our fifth World Cup. Should this be what we're expecting? Or should we... We're still first in the world as much as we're kind of more down on this team than usual, I think, when it comes to either coaching or you know decisions, roster build. What do you think, Logan? Is this Should this be expect it to get our fifth world cup here for the women. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think any, any time that you're, uh, I guess the force of the the whole tournament and you have been for years prior. Um, I think that that's definitely something that you look at and you hold that, um, especially going into a, a competition like that. Um, but I, again, you, you look at like just the roster itself, there's a lot of young mixed in with some of the veteran players, um, like a Julie Ertz, like a Alex Morgan, like a Megan Rapinoe. Uh, you, you've got a good mix. Uh, and, I, and I think, too, you've got experienced uh, players that, while not maybe on the international level and playing in these big tournaments, um, but like a, Ro, you know, a Rose Lavelle or, uh, or Horan. Um, like, I, I just think that there's a lot of players that you look at in this roster and you, you go, they're exciting, like a um, Sophia Smith, like a, a Trinity Rodman. Like, those are younger players that eventually somebody's got to grab the torch right and i think i I actually do i think that it it it, 
I think we're still the favorites, the heavy favorites, because you've got enough of the the old mixed in with the new. You know, like sometimes with these countries, I think next World Cup would be one that we're very, you know, we, we, it's kind of like, all right, let's see how this all pans out. But all these younger players now have experience from last World Cup. But I think it, there is, there's a nice mix. I think Vladko's a really good coach. Like, I think he's uh, top class. I, I really do. And I, I think that he... He does things at a level that I think that not a lot of coaches can do. Um, and he gets these girls playing well together. Um, and they're a tight group, man. Like every time you see them, they're just so, they're so much more entertaining than the men's team. Like, I don't know what it is about like the culture that he's built. Maybe it's Greg, maybe it's the guys. I don't know what it is. But if you look at the women's team, the women's team is so much more tight knit. They seem to really like each other. And I think that's just something that black has always built. I can remember back in the day watching the U S women's national team play and they're just so much more engaged. And it seems like, I don't know, like they expect to win. And I, I think that's different. It's definitely a different culture. Um, I think they've got really good young talent mixed in with some of the, the veteran players. I think Megan Rapino. I have a hard time believing that Megan Rapino is going to let this last year be the year they don't win it. So I'm going to go with, yes, I think the U S women's national team will win it. All right. Um, I'm going to go with no. Uh, I I want us to, but I felt like we kind of escaped uh, even the last one. You know what I'm saying? Like there was, it didn't seem like we were playing our best even the last World Cup and we ended up winning it all. And it's like, okay, cool. 2019, like, great. We won it, right? Or 20, was it 2021? No, when was the last one? 2019 is the last one we won, but they did have one in 2021. Yeah. Right? Or did they not? I thought I just saw somebody say 2021 World Cup, and I'm confused now. There's no way. No, no, they it had to be 2019. Okay. Yeah. They play on the off cycle of the men's. Right, right. Yeah, there's no chance that somebody's tweeting the wrong things. Let me, let me just double check here, because I thought I saw that somewhere today, but I was like, no, 2019. All right. Thank God. <laughs> I was about to lose my mind. I was like, wait a minute. But that's when we won our fourth title. Top goal scorers were Alex Morgan and Megan Rapino uh, for the U.S. Uh, they were joint top scorer with Ellen White of England. So both of those players are coming back onto this team and in this squad. They're two of our highest goal scorers of all time. While we also have the U.S., uh, getting their fourth title last time we beat the Netherlands, which were the runners up of 2020, uh, 2019. And now they're in our group. So that's a little worrisome, right? But hopefully everything shakes out that you get out of the group. Netherlands will probably get out of the group and we may have to face each other again later on in the tournament. But, you know, I don't know. Just my memory of 2019. I remember being a little, worried about how we were pouring. I feel like 2015, we were like totally lights out 2019. We, we owned the group nine points, 18 goal differential. We didn't even give up a goal in the, in the group round of 16. We beat Spain two one, uh, with two penalties from Rapino. So maybe that's what I was thinking of. That was a little worrisome for me. We beat France two one, both of those goals coming from Megan Rapino. Um, almost, you know, we had a two 0 lead and gave up the the first goal for France, the only goal for France in the eighty first minute. We beat England two one. 
that was a one, one score until Alex Morgan, you know, did her famous T celebration when she scored in the 31st minute. Uh, then we beat Netherlands two nil. It took a penalty from Rapino and then a Rose Lavelle goal in the 69th minute. So, I mean, if you look at the standings and the, the score lines, it probably seems pretty easy, but it felt like every goal was game was two one. It was a little closer than I think I, th- you know, like a little closer than you would like. Cause all the teams are starting to catch up a bit like 2015 felt like we were just absolutely like we smashed. Um, we smashed uh, Japan in the final, right? Like that was a cathartic win. Five, two, it was three, it was four nil 16 minutes in, you know, like that final, you're like, we're done. <laughs> uh, we beat Germany two nil in the semis. Uh, China gave us a push in 2015. We only won one nil on that one. So maybe I'm being too harsh, but I do worry that our luck is running out a bit with, with how often we are winning these and the other teams are catching up that maybe this won't be the time where it happens. Um, but I do think expectations should be to win the women's world cup. That's what it should be all the time. Since we are the most dominant team when it comes to women's soccer, that should be the expectation. Every single, um, every single world cup, but I just don't know if we do it this year. And thank God, I was so worried that I had missed a World Cup there. I was like, wait a minute, did it, something happen in my mind? Uh, but I'm thinking, I was also looking at Copa America stuff. So I wonder if I was just partly with the Copa America stuff. Um, So 2024 Copa America, by the way, is going to be hosted in the U.S. It's going to be next year. I don't know when that was announced. Apparently, I had no idea that was announced. That's how little the new. It must have been when Messi. Or I think it. Like, I think no it just happened. Actually, I'm looking at yeah. Twitter and I saw Fox Sports shared the logo. Fox Soccer or Fox Sports sh- shared the logo of um, the tournaments. Uh, let me see here. Yes, I'll share this on this. Well, now I can't share it on the screen. Okay. Official logo of Copa America 2024, which will be held in the United States. And it has like red, white, and blue color scheme. It has the trophy on it. Um, I'm going to retweet this. When was this announced? This was announced... I don't know. I'm looking at their Twitter account. When did they start this Twitter account? And when did they, it seems like maybe it was today within the last hour, maybe that they officially announced this. So while we were recording, <laughs> it seems like here while we're live. Cause this is like January 27th, but I thought that was just the, the speculation that it was coming. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we did. I just don't remember it being like in concrete. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, it's going to be June 20th to July 14th in the U.S. Uh, in the USA. 
uh, but apparently America is not going to automatically qualify. So I don't know how we will. Six CONCACAF teams as guests. Ten CONCACAF teams. They're going to qualify through the Nations League. Okay. I think we did talk about this a bit. But like you said, I didn't think it was official. Yeah, I didn't think it was official. That's where my confusion is. Well, like I thought we were still waiting. It's official on that. now. Like some people were like, "Oh, it's official on January 23rd." But I thought like there was another report that came out and said that it's not quite official yet. It was still being talked about. We had this conversation. I remember it. I'm so confused. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, that's cool, though. I, I like the logo a lot. It's better than the 2026 World Cup logo. But yeah, so I guess, you know, we'll have another thing to cover next summer. You know, just tournaments, tournaments, tournaments. Uh, but it's a good test for the U.S. They should qualify through next year's Nations League. Six teams, you just have to finish in the top six, I would assume, uh, which we should do. So, uh, yeah. No, hold on. Uh, yeah, two... All right, so the four semifinalists will get in, and then two play-in round winners, apparently. So we should do that, no problem. All right, well, that about wraps us up. Any other thoughts on World Cup, Leagues Cup, Messi, All Stars, Copa America before we end it? Uh, no, I think Messi's going to play in all of them: uh, Copa, League Cup. Not the not the women's game. She he can't play in that. Um, but no, uh, I will say I, I'm really excited about the U.S. women's national team games being at times that I can stay up and watch them. That's really thrilling to me. So um, that gives me something to do Friday night. So that's fun. But no, I think I'm looking forward to the most. Obviously, is Messi. Uh, I, I think it's going to change this game tremendously over here. So uh, it'd be fun to kind of watch the, the start of that. Yeah, it's exciting. So that all starts this week. We got a busy week. Like I said, I will be at the skills comp. So if you're going to the skills comp in DC tomorrow, you see me walking by or whatever, you can say, Hey, um, and then the all-star games Wednesday. So I'll be watching that here at home. I'm not going to that game. And then Thursday's a day off. And then Friday's leagues cup, women's world cup. <laughs> Everything starts this Friday. So really excited for that. You can follow us at state sideshow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook threads, all that good stuff. Have a great rest of your week and we will catch you next time.